Yes, good morning. Izzy Kempe for breakfast, SENZ, just after 7 o'clock on a Monday morning. Plenty coming up on the show. We're going to talk to Timmy Bateman, former Crusader, now doing a big, making a big difference in the health arena. And we're going to talk to Blake Ashford after 8 in regards to the weekend's NRL, in particular the Wars, the Warriors. Uh, the marching on back home this weekend, taking on the Rabbitohs at a packed out Mount Smart Park. So looking forward to chatting to Blake. We've got uh, time for you to have your say on throughout the show. 7.40, there are spots open for you to uh, have voice your concerns and have voice your opinions throughout the weekend's matches. Plenty of messages coming through in terms of the game on the weekend, particular the Chiefs Crusaders. And one person that's going to help us dissect that performance is a man that is a very astute rugby mind. He's very, very clever, and uh, he's doing some great things outside of the game of rugby. But he's going to help us dissect this game over the weekend. I caught up with him on Saturday night, Timmy Bateman. Good morning to you, brother. How you doing? Yeah, mate. Great to have you. Great to have, great to be on here, mate. Awesome. Yeah, no, I appreciate your time, Timmy. Look, it was uh, we watched it we watched it together and uh, the game the performance it was a hell of a final we must say twenty five twenty the Crusaders getting it up getting over them in the end how did they get that result mate in in your eyes oh mate it was it was awesome wasn't it and we had a, a good crew of us actually of all of the Crusaders all sort of together at Matty Todd's house and um, you know obviously taking over the, the coaching role next year I suppose there's a bit of pressure watching you know having watching the game taking shivers that I've got to sort of step into next year but. Um, but um, mate, it was it wasn't just a, it was a hell of a final, wasn't it? I mean, the Chiefs were outstanding right from the start. Their intensity and um, and aggression, you know, they they sort of they really showed up. And I don't know, for me, they probably it was probably the the, the sort of the, the thing the area they probably got slightly too far to. They probably got a little bit emotional. Obviously, the discipline sort of came into play and, and hurt them in the end. And it's, it's I suppose in, in those big games, it's getting that balance right between. You know, showing physically, emotionally, and, and wanting to dominate every collision, to then you know that that's so you can start bordering on taking it a step too far. And I think it was a, the, the Chiefs were outstanding, but I think they probably just got that 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 intensity just a little bit too 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 much. And, and the Crusaders were just um, you know the, the, this classic Crusaders in the finals, the big players stepped up in the big moments, and yeah, it was a pretty special one. You know, seven in a row, it's pretty incredible. Hey Tim, just on just on that. Um, thanks for joining us this morning. the the intense The intensity of the match. We know it was a the the big final and stuff like that. Was was that really the difference that the Crusaders um, going and get their seventh in a row, and the and the Chiefs looking to knock them off? They just didn't handle the pressure that well. well I honestly think. Um, I, mean, I think Clayton said it really well after the game. He talked about how you know small moments determine big big games, but you know. Small moments don't you know don't paint the picture of what a team is, and I think I mean the Chiefs have been you know, sort of the benchmark all season. Obviously they you know, they were good enough to beat the Crusaders a couple of times, and and they they did they almost did enough you know to, to win that game on on, on Saturday night. Um, as, as I mentioned, just those, those couple of tiny little moments. I think discipline will be the thing that they'll they'll kick themselves. You know, three yellow cards, you know, disallowed try, um, you know, a couple of penalties have put them in. Uh, Positions where they you know, had walls against them, and it's um, it's only that's this it's just tiny little moments like that. I, I think the Chiefs were outstanding. Like you watched the game, you went watching the scoreline, you, you almost sort of thought yeah. the Chiefs did enough. Um, but the Crusaders just have a way um, um, of just you know being able to get it done. I, I remember Justin Marshall coming in in 2017, 
we're over in South Africa, and he came in and he actually trained with us that week. I don't know if you remember that day. Um, and he, uh, he he sort of spoke about it after after our Thursday training, and said, "This is what Crusaders do. We travel and we go and we go away and win. And we win finals. And yeah. We win the opponents. And um, you could sort of just see those you know, the leaders that they had in that group step up at, that, at those crucial times throughout the game, and just and they did enough. It was um, yeah, it's pretty special sending some of those, those quality guys like Richie and Sam and Lester and stuff off, and obviously Razor with um with such an important win. So it was great great to see. Justin Marshall, one of the great ones. Yes, I do remember that. And that's what I touched on on Friday. I said, look, there's a team that has travelled and won, and the Crusaders are that team. They don't, they're not afraid to head to enemy territory and put in a performance. But on the flip side, the Chiefs, 15-8 on the penalty count. So they, they were frustrated, mm. and they were made to, to be frustrated. But if they look at this game, and, and they could change and turn back the clock, because we know going forward, Timmy, that they are going to probably threaten and, and go on their own little run in terms of titles, particularly with the squad that they have. So what are the lessons that they take out of this performance? I, I think that when the last year they obviously came down, you know, they've been beaten by the Crusaders the last couple of, in the last couple of sort of playoff games. Um, and they came down last year and they were, they were well and truly beaten, I felt, when they came down south. And obviously this, this year, um, um, they, they, they probably feel like they did enough to win it. And so I think the big thing they will take from this game is, is, is just that balance of intensity. You know, they they probably they probably won the, the collision stat and the intensity stat and the speed off the ground stat. They were playing with a lot of emotion and and that's almost what you got to do to beat the Crusaders. You got to you got to dominate that collision and, and be real menaces at, in and around that space. But they probably just went just a little bit too far. Um, and so you're getting getting that balance right between absolute intensity and keeping a cool head. Um, is a real tough one, and in finals, it obviously it, 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 um, you know, it can it can swing the result quite quickly. And so I think that's what it, but I've got a quality quality team. I mean, I've worked, I worked with Clayton for a couple of years with Mario Blacks, and he's just a he's a he's a real leader. You know, he's a, he speaks with real mana, um, and he's he's just real quality in what he does. A really really astute rugby brain, and they've got a lot of great great players there too. So they're going to be a force for for a few years, I'm sure. Tim, what about the midfield battle? I mean, that's uh, your area of expertise. We saw a few guys there in All Black Reckoning, uh, Good Hugh and Enor up against ALB and, and Alex Dankerville. Who do you think came out on top of that? Um, I mean, it was, it was an interesting game, wasn't it? It was sort of, you know, it was, it was a couple of real big moments. I think Nank, Nank obviously, he, I think he played outstandingly well. Um, he um, got a couple of real crucial turnovers a few times. And, and Braden and Jack, obviously, um, Anton will be disappointed with the card. Um, but I think he came back and he added real value when he came back on. Uh, it was a pretty even one, really, uh, I think, between those those four players. Um, I'm a massive, massive Jack Goodhue fan. I think he's going to be a huge loss for the Crusaders. Um, you know, lucky enough to play with him for a, a number of years. And he's sort of that guy that just... He actually reminded me playing with, with Conrad Smith a little bit. Um, I played with him for quite a while, too. And just he's the guy that you want outside you. You know, just his work ethic, his ability to communicate really clearly... Um, you know, big, 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 big tackles at important times, big carries at important times. Um, I think he's going to be a huge loss to the Crusaders too. But it was a, yeah, it's, I mean, it's awesome seeing that, isn't it? There's, there's a number of, of awesome matchups right across the park, and uh, yeah, I'm sure there'll be more to come too. You mentioned ALB. What about? Oh, <laughs> sorry, is it? I was, no, no, was going to say, uh, Tim, do, do you think he should have come back, Jack? No, no, ALB after the yellow card. 
Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's sort of it's a tough one, isn't it? Um, I mean, he's he's um, he's gone in with zero ill intent. You can see, you know, he's, he hasn't gone in to do anything wrong. Um, and uh, I mean, that's the way the rulings go nowadays, isn't it? It is pretty clear. Um, so it's, I mean, it's a hard one. I think um, Ben Ben had a, and a I mean, Ben O'Keefe. Obviously, he he got, he got giving a bit of stick after this game, but it's, he's um, copping it. He is copping it, isn't he? Well, I I think he'll look look back on the game, and I don't think he'll he'll change many of his decisions. I think he was he was pretty consistent right throughout, and um, uh, at the same time, in finals, there's always going to be a a whole heap of people that think the referee had a terrible game, that's for sure. Yeah, look, there's a lot of frustration out there, but you touched on it, mate. They were made to be frustrated. Some of their decisions, particularly at the breakdown area, they were, they were 100% penalties, and they can only look at themselves and, and blame that decision-making. Can't blame anyone else uh, on, on, on the way the result went, and we'll be touching on it throughout uh, the morning. But Richie Moanga, I know you got a lot of time for him. You've played a lot of rugby with Richie Moe, mate. A big loss. We know that leaving this team. Seven titles from seven years for Richie Moe. Where does he sit in terms of legends from the Crusaders? Yes, I mean, he's, he really is right up there. I don't think you've heard Razor talk about it, um, about Immortals. You know, that they, were, they, were, they were going for sort of seventh heaven this year. And, and to get into heaven, you've got to have Immortals in your team. And I think Richie, Richie well and truly is an Immortal. Um, and, you know, like... The, when you play with, you get to see him day in day out. Um, yeah. It's not just those those big final moments. Um, you see the quality of the man too, and, and Richie just is an absolutely quality man. You know, as a as a father, as a friend, as a you know, he's just he's a top top person, um, and he's one of those special guys, much like Dan really, Dan Carter, who who just get better as the moments got harder, and he's the person that starts you sort of start gravitating to, and. Just little things, you know, you see in finals week, they sort of switch into another gear. You know, it's sort of like, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, they're ready to go. I mean, it's, um, yeah, he's, he's a special player. He's going to be fully missed by the Crusaders. And I think I really hope he takes a bit of time to, to reflect on what he's done. You know, um, he, he has been the quarterback of, of seven titles. And, and that's the way the boys see him. The boys see him as the quarterback. He's the guy that controls trainings. He's the guy that controls the games. He's the guy that... You want to go into war with every week, you know. He's because of the way he is as a person and, and the way he sort of shows up every week, just giving it his absolute everything. He, he's a true Crusaders fan. That's what I love too. He's he's you know up a record and grew up watching the Crusaders, absolutely loving the Crusaders, emulating the Crusaders as a young kid, and then he'd come through and just taking the team to a whole new level. So yeah, absolute yeah, quality, quality, quality guy. Yeah, dominating one. He was um, something special to watch there. Seven titles. Well done to Richie. Just going forward, Tim, um, you know, the, the loss of the coach and, of course, some iconic players, some immortals, as you're saying. How do you, how do you see the Crusaders over the next few years? It's going to be really interesting, isn't it? Like, I'm a firm believer that if you get the culture right in an organisation, that, that, that it's not so reliant on the people and that people can come and go and, and the successful, the, the culture stays. And I think we've seen that over obviously over the last seven years. Like you think, like Razor's the only coach that's been there for every reign, you know, since 2017. Like the whole coaching group has changed. And you look at, you know, the likes of the, the 2017 squad. You know, that's completely different now too. Um, you know, and obviously as a union in 2017 and 18, you were like the player in the team that sort of controlled so much and 
and the leader in the group, and you know, ship busy days, it's going to be massively different. But there's someone else that's step in and take mm. a little bit and then touch a little more. And um, great culture, it's not reliant on any one individual. But I think we'd be all joking if we thought the Razor isn't a fundamental part of that culture. You know, like Razor is extremely different in the way he does things. Uh, he's, for me, a coach that really understands the small stuff. Um, the, the, the little subtle things that a lot of coaches don't see as important. Razor is an absolute master of that sort of emotional side of the game. And so he's going to be a huge, it's going to be a huge hole. At the same time, there's three coaches there that are, are staying on with, with Razor and then Matty Todd's obviously been in there a lot over the last few years too. And so they'll, they'll, they'll know and, and, I, and Angus Gardner knows too. He knows intimately what Razor does to the team. So they'll be really aware of that and they'll be, they'll be doing their best to try and, um, you know, Enhance on what Razor's built, and Rob Penny's fantastic. Like Rob Penny was, you know, one of Razor's real mentors you know, for a long time. I worked with Pens for a long time too, and he really gets that stuff as well. Okay, that's definitely going to be different. And it's going to, everyone's going to be watching, and it's going to be really interesting to see what those changes are. But for me, the Crusaders culture is not built on any one one or two people. It's it's, it's built on a huge amount of history, and and so I, I think I'll continue the the reign. Okay, why not? Why not indeed? Hey, we had a text come through here from Dino um, Tamini. He asked this question. He said, huge congrats to the Crusaders. My concern is this was a Crusaders side with 12 potential starters out with injury and they still win the super, ti- super title. So what does that say about the other teams and the competition in general? Does the comp need a review? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 who knows? I mean, I... I um, There's that culture. It is. It is. It's, it's people can come and go, and and uh, it's it, there's so much that goes into a win, and and, and and luck is definitely a part of that. Like we talked about right at the start of this conversation, there was a few a few little things could have gone the other way, and, and we would have been talking about something completely different today. The Crusaders, though, they 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 put themselves in a position um, that starts, you know, well, it started years and years ago, obviously, but the, the start of every preseason, the way they they form their culture, so. Um, yeah, you get new guys coming, um, you know, forty-year-olds that come back and and they can slot in and 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 lift and enhance the group because of that culture. Timmy, mm. so obviously you're you're touching tapping into the the health world and you've got O Studio. You're doing great things out, out in the community. Have you ever considered coaching? I mean, I, I do do a little bit of stuff. I do the, the Crusaders development and um, side coaching the defence because I love tackling. Is it? You know, you know how much yeah. I love tackling. Yeah. Um, but um, I, no, I, I love the game. I, I try and get into and to watch the group when I, when I can, and um, you know I love the strategy side of the game as well, and seeing how you know the, the work that you put in through the week can sort of um, you know come off on something in the weekend, and, and obviously like working that real area of high performance um, is, is crucial. The, the thing I find really different, obviously, with OCU and business now, it's a, it's a it's a great spot to be, and I'm really enjoying that too. The feedback loops are a lot slower in business. You know, you're testing stuff out, but you don't really know how it's going to change you know, over a long course of time. Rugby, the thing I love about rugby is you can make big changes in one week, you know, <laughs> and you're working right <laughs> at the pointy end of high performance. Um, you know, the little things you do make a, make, can make a real big difference. And we, we're, um, we're franchising around New Zealand at the moment and, and looking for good people to open their own studios around and. It's it's a long game, you know. For me, I'm I'm going to be here for a long time. But yeah, co- coaching is um, 
it definitely is a passion of mine. I do a little bit of school stuff in that as well, but um, yeah, not, not, I don't have enough time at the moment to do anything more, and yeah, I'm enjoying watching, that's for sure. Beautiful, Timmy. Well, I've had a message come through. There's a few a bit of saltiness out there. Come on, the game will always be remembered for a three-metre forward pass. There was 100% forward. Oh, I'm no doubt about that. But there's about three minutes between there, and you had a set-piece uh, play from that lineup, which you probably should have stopped. Can't. Yes. There's yeah. a lot of complaining out there, isn't there, Timmy? Yeah, there is. I mean, that's the thing. There's always... Um... Because like that hadn't resulted in a, in a try, um, or you know, yeah. you know, a few minutes later, no one would be talking about it. It's the same with, I mean, I, I did feel for the Damien one as well. That the, the try that was brought back it was clearly, you know, clearly broke the ten early. But I mean, we've been doing that Mufi, you know, for a long time, and, and you know that every single time you do it, you sort of have to break the ten early, and um, and it never gets called up because the try isn't scored. And so I think if you know if that had been three phases later, that try was scored then. You know, it wouldn't have been brought back. There's so many little moments, as you say, luck that luck can come into play, and you got to ride your luck when you get it. And you've got to sort of, you know, when when some when other teams is getting a little bit of that luck, you got to be good enough to, you know, to to stop it in its tracks. But um, yeah, it's a funny one. I, I used to get called for full passes that I never thought were full. That was definitely out the back of my hand. <laughs> and I'm sure yeah. Jack felt like it was out the back. It, was, it went out the back, back too. But um, I'm pretty sure that one might have snuck forward. <laughs> it was way forward. It was way forward to me. Hey, mate, we appreciate you coming on the show. You're a busy man. Thank you so much for your, for your chat this morning. All the best, brother. It was good to catch up. We'll have a coffee soon. Awesome. Love your work, boys. Awesome. Yes, Tim Bateman there with us, uh, former uh, crusader, of course. Uh, good to see the uh, yellow, uh, the, the the red and black eye patches, well and truly off. That might have snuck forward. Um, <laughs> it was well forward. It was well it forward. Was, yeah. I, I've 100% admit that. But yeah. they, they went down, they kicked it down. Narawa cleared it to halfway. They had a set-piece line out defensively. Like they, It wasn't unstructured, so they had moments here. Yeah, totally. So I can understand it was a forward pass. It should have been pulled up right there, but... You carry on for a couple of phases, and then the Crusaders just just had a special move, and they scored a try a couple of minutes later. So, if you're blaming that moment on the on on that match, man, you're clutching because oh, you had chances to stem the flow. Yeah, hundred percent. I I I, uh, I mean, the, the question for forward. me is, if they score off that forward pass directly, does that get picked up by the TMO? Do they do they rule on forwards? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, if do. it's scored off that moment, they, they go back and that's not a try. But Angus Gardner was right there. I don't know how he missed it. No, neither right do I. There. Neither do I. Mm. That, was, that was one that we, you know, we're watching it with some friends. We all looked at each other sideways and went, it's Tom Brady out yeah. there. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like that all the time. How come I can see it, but they can't? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, you've got the got the, got the benefit of a of a few different angles and a, and a bit more time, and we're not at the head of the moment too. I think a lot of that comes down to it. It is seven twenty three here on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. This is uh, we've got time coming up shortly for off the back fence. But, uh, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. We'll be back shortly.